This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, July the 8th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name is Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful, vacant Deer Valley, Arizona. And I hope this finds you well, no matter where you are in this world. For um, probably one of the most minimal statements I've ever made in a world gone mad. I'm your guy, Friday host, who let me sit in here, former CEO and founder of this great company called the Patriot Trading Group, which brings you this show Monday through Friday, five days a week at your favorite listening venue. You can reach this company at one 800 951 Nine two, or you can head out to the World Wide Web at allamericangold.com. There's pricing, there's reasons, there's just about anything that you can think of to while away the wee hours of the evening. And then you can press the Buy It Now button and get yourself a little legal, lawful, constitutional tender, something that probably never in the history of this country has become more important for you to take the time to become your own Federal Reserve, because... Legal, lawful tender, gold and silver, protects you against, well, socioeconomic events and the whims of the Federal Reserve and the microcosms of a world that can turn on a dime. I, uh, I am lucky enough to do this because the new president, host of the show, Joe Jaquin, not new, two years, two and a half years at the tiller, doing a great job. And I love listening to your show. You did a great job this week. I know you guys are busy. The industry is busy. And, I mean, never before, again, to reiterate in the history of this country has it become more imperative for you to pay attention. How you doing, buddy? Hey, happy Friday, if you can say that. But you never know. From one day to the next, you think everything's fine, and and you're you're getting ready to, to go to bed, and then you wake up, and everything has changed. It's a disaster du jour. I mean, it is every day now. It's a disaster, as predicted on this program. And I and I will tell you that this is going to go parabolic. And I think, really, if you want to study where America is today, if you look at the front page of the New York Post this morning, the headlines in big, bold letters say "Civil War." Stop. And think about that for a bit. So now. If you really want to study modern-day civil wars, let's look at a little country called Rhodesia. You know, one of the original broadcasters on this program was Robbie Noel. And him and I go way back, and you people have been around for a long time, remember him. He uh, he was from Rhodesia, and of course, they he used to talk about how you lose a country, and how little by little they dismantle it. And you know, a lot of it had to do with starting with people would no longer gather in public places. Because of the, the riots and the terror. Fear. Fear. And it, it started to shut down the economy. And then, of course, uh, you had to watch what you said. Because that could be a real issue. And more and more, almost daily, there's a headline somewhere about somebody getting arrested, either speaking uh, about racism or politics or something. And that is starting now. Now the thought police are out as well. And again, you can study all these, all these... Um, idiosyncrasies that make up the uh, collapse of a society have already happened before. They are just happening here. In spite of, of disbelief, and I have to tell you that 
being this is my last Friday radio program as a 56-year-old man, and uh, in my 56 years of wisdom, I mean the last five, six, seven, eight years, not just this administration, but I think that it is just a part, uh, a symptom of this administration, you know, that you're not hearing the words gun violence this morning. You're hearing that. You're not hearing the words hate crime or the disaster in Dallas of shooting uh, police officers where they were deliberately targeted because they are white. And the president, which, of course, pictures broke, O'Reilly posted pictures of our president of the United States standing in Muslim formal dress garb, which is enough to make you want to vomit. But what makes me want to vomit is he's been elected twice. That's what really makes me want to vomit. So now you have a country that is not only uh, apathetic, but they're just as ignorant as they can be. You know, you see the guy, there's a guy on Facebook and the Internet who, does, who interviews people on the piers of San Diego and Newport Beach. It's hilarious. And, I mean, it's just ridiculous what's happened. It's sickening. How dumbed down people really are. So here we're at every day now. It's, now it's becoming an everyday thought. It's coming to a town near you. And you, too, will go, I'm not going out there. I'm not going to dinner. I'm not going shopping. I'm not going anywhere where there's public people. Of course, this, I think, was a Black Lives protest. Black matter. Lives Matter. You know, we had a, a two more shootings, one in Louisiana, one in, in Minnesota. Uh, this this was a, a gathering in Dallas, in Texas, and... Uh, it's it's starting to starting to pick up steam. Well, obviously. I mean, this was you call it what you want, but this was a planned assassination of of police. Yeah, it's uh, that's what it was. It's a tragedy. I mean, but this is where we're at today, and I don't think it's going to get better. And we have no leadership, none, zero, zero, zero. Matter of fact, you almost could take the case that he's on the other side. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, right. I'm taking the. He's trying harder to divide us. He's provoking it there. And again, I made a statement. the unity is gone. It's about division. I made a statement uh, a year ago that I thought that this was going to start the civil war that's brewing in this country. Not just, not just that. Let me tell you the real issue. Forget race. Forget police officers. Forget everything. Um, I believe his name was announced. Johnson was this, the, the sh- one of the shooters that they killed. But they found his car. Then apparently he's former military. They found his car, which is registered to his mother. You understand that? There's your symptom right there. Here you got a guy that's out of the military, can't have a car. You understand what I'm saying here? I'm talking about the socioeconomic destruction. I'm talking about the lack of prosperity, a statement that I've made now for 22 years on this radio, right at where your dial is set right now over two decades, that you can't have freedom without prosperity. Look at all the flashpoints now. You got Whether it be at fast food restaurants and employees getting beat up, you, you go to the supermarket, you go to uh, your kids' sporting events, and there's, people are, are all on tilt. Hey, you're listening to The Blind, Leading the Stupid, the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. I'm your guy, Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Eric Cedarstrom with Joe Jaquin. got Homer in the back and my lovely niece, Sarah, out front, answering the phone, taking orders. It's a busy place around here. We're, uh, we're talking going in about the, the real symptom. It's not racism. Don't let them tell you that it is. It's about the lack of opportunity in this country. And, again, a former Army reservist, Mr. Johnson here, 
shooting at police officers, white police officers, and again, they want to make that the talking points, but they found his mother's car. Okay, he, had to, he lives at home and had to drive his mother's car, and that's the issue. He, the last terrorist shot 50 people, all right? He has no job, he has no money, and he has no prosperity, and he knows he's not going to get anything in his life. They have nothing to lose. And this, again, is, is their biggest symptom. This is the one, not the fact, and maybe also that they're on Ritalin and they've been drugged up. And, I mean, these are the real issues that are out there. Of course, those aren't the ones that come to life. The ones that come to life are racism, uh, you know, they, they just go on and on and on. The, the ones that they want to talk about. But the sickness that's part of this country is how they've dismantled it. They've dismantled it, ladies and gentlemen. If you're working 60 hours a week, you don't have time to kill five policemen. Do you understand? You're just too busy. You're just too busy. And when I was 20 years old, that's what I worked 60 hours a week. When I opened this company, we worked 60 hours a week. You know what, how many jobs Now you my wife works 80. Right. You know how many jobs <laughs> and I you work need to, have to work 60 hours a week in this new part-time economy? Yeah, it's crazy. They just, there's no money. There's nothing. They don't have any money. It's the one thing that they have in common. Freedom without prosperity, you're smoking crack. It ain't going to happen. Look at today's jobs report. And a prime example, you know, you can't believe anything they say, but 287,000 jobs, but yet somehow pay went down, not up. Hours worth didn't go up. It stayed the same. People can't find real work anymore. Well, there is no real work. The last manufacturing job is construction. And now under the quote-unquote recovery, all of their building is apartments and, and uh, you know, well, actually, believe it or not, construction, the problem because the states are broke. Right. So they so they're, the infrastructure spending isn't there. And here, because we've been overrun with illegals, the trades are all done by illegals, and the, the pay is the same as it is in Walmart. The prosperity's gone out of construction. It's gone as well. So, And, you know, they own the companies. Don't kid yourself. It used to be when all this started and the illegals started coming in, if you wanted a pool build, a white guy showed up in a brand-new pickup. <laughs> I swear to God, he, a white guy in a pickup dressed very well. He comes in and, okay, right. here's the deal. It's going to be fifty grand. Here's your finance papers. You'd never see him again. And then comes the parade of illegals into your home. Uh-uh. Now the illegal shows up and says it's going to be fifty grand, And you give it to him. That's what's really happened. Why? Because there's no ramifications. They don't need banks. They don't need Social Security numbers. They don't need any of that stuff. And nobody's going to do anything about it. And they know it. So they just keep everything, they just keep forcing things down. Now, the neocons, apparently, if you're, it's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, and if you're a liberal, I mean, this is one thing the liberals and the neocons agree on. This is why they all hate Donald Trump. Because, well, they're all customers. You open the borders and you let in customers. Listen, huh. if, we don't, if we close the border, you know what's going to happen to GDP? Right. We don't care if they rape, rob, ravage, pillage, plunder, burn the flags. We don't care. They, we need to sell them hamburgers, T-shirts. Right. they got to eat. Right. they got to live. Right. There's our growth. That's it. That's why they agree on that. And they want a, a guy, want to elect a guy who's going to build a wall and stop it. It'll destroy the economy. Their whole generation won't buy homes or have kids. They're at home right now, either going to shoot up a, a square near you or play video games all day. They can't decide what to do. You know, I'm never going to have anything. I'll be a billionaire if I ever get out of this basement, but um, I can't decide what's to, what to do, you know. And I mean, I get my name on the Internet today. Let's go shoot somebody. It's the world we live in. How do you like it? You know who you can thank? You can thank Wall Street. 
And you can thank those senators that have been sitting in there now for 40 or 50 years. You can thank them. They're the ones that put all the laws in place. They're the ones that set up this economy, and it's all come apart. And they can't get the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, one guy wants to bring it back, and they won't let him. I can't believe it. I mean, a true conservative would want American-made products. They would want their children to grow up. All right, so the only reason you need a college degree now is to get a government job, because you can just forget anything else. I mean, the only way you're ever going to get back your 400 grand for your Ivy League or your Pac-10 education is to get a government job with a government pension, because you're not going to get paid anything else to work, even though companies, American, well, uh, let me tell you that, multinational Chinese companies like General uh, Electric and 3M are hitting all-time records this morning. Yeah! But make no mistake about it, they are not American companies anymore. They're Chinese companies. They're communist nation companies. This is where we're at today. So now what are they going to do about it? Well, November 8th here in Arizona, here's how they want to fix it. They have actually put on the ballot a movement to raise the minimum wage to $12 an hour. So the $12 an hour ballot, I got it here, which I find is quite interesting. This is socialism. So, so we get to vote on that? Is that going to be on the general election? Yeah, they're trying. I, I think it is. They've had unbelievable amount of signatures on it. Uh, supporters of the Citizens Initiative to raise Arizona's minimum wage to $12 an hour. They filed petition Thursday to qualify for the November 8th ballot. It sets the stage for a fall ballot that likely will have three or maybe four propositions. They had 271,000 signatures, but what's amazing on this, and I showed it to my daughter who's uh, getting ready to graduate, my youngest, as with a registered nurse degree here in December, that uh, <coughs> when I saw it, I started laughing. And I don't know if you saw this, Joe. They also want to put in, so the $12 an hour, which again, how many hours you're going to need, I don't know how many jobs, because you used to get 60 hours a week growing up here. If you got a job at Jack in the Box or the gas station, which I worked at three gas stations through high school and then some, where you, you, they hired you to work 40-hour weeks, and then if you wanted to pick up weekends and cover for people, you could work 60 hours. You got 365 an hour. You got time and a half. You know, I don't know what that is, five bucks, five dollars an hour. Your rent was $200 a month. I had no Internet, no cell phone. I mean, you actually could could function. You could buy, uh, I bought a two-year-old truck on minimum wage. Today, at $12 an hour, they'll only give you 30-hour a week top. You bring up a great point, just the phone. Right, just the the phone phone bill back then was like $5. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before they broke up And nobody made a long-distance phone call. It was $5. Right, right. And you really didn't even need one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you have to call? Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Need a telephone. If you wanted to see someone, you drove over to their house and knocked on the door. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> right? Now, now for uh, me, my wife, and my two kids, our cell phone bill is over 200 It's like $250. You know what they charge you for? This is the another brilliant move. You ever look at the bill? It says air. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breathe without it. They Apparently finally figured it out. A phone call without it. Remember when air was free? <laughs> Not free no more. So. <laughs> But in this, this ballot, this $12 an hour initiative, which I, again, you know me, I'm all for it. I'm so far right, I'm coming around the left. Right, well, you said 15. Right, 30. 12 won't do anything. 
Nothing. Not enough. Yeah. I remember McDonald's. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna modernize and machine even at two dollars an hour. They're still gonna do it. Oh, it's if coming. there's a way to replace an employee, you want him gone. Trust me. For if there's any way at all. So I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to say this. Okay. Also, that they want to put in that in the healthcare industry. Have you seen this? This is in this twelve dollar an hour bill. That uh, if you're an executive. The campaign for the Hospital Executive Compensation Act. What? Okay, you ready for this? Uh, what does that even mean? Okay, I'm going to tell you. You're going to love this. It, now they want to put in where you, the, uh, uh, an executive at a hospital can no longer make more than the President of the United States. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but what if he had a better year than the President? <laughs> Who said that? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, that's right. Yeah, had a better year. Better year. Well, this is why a vitamin is $88. <laughs> so now, how much does the president make? You know, I, I think he's overpaid, personally. But uh, uh, the president gets 400000 a year and fifty grand for expenses. So that's yeah, four fifty. So apparently, if you're a hospital administrator, you know... <laughs> And you're counting, you know, Q-tips and tongue depressors. You should get a couple million a year for that, shouldn't you? I mean, how are you supposed to make a living? Why everybody else works? Well, you probably got two ex-wives and all this alimony to pay. That's true. That's true. So anyway, that's on there as well. So, <laughs> so if you vote for that, you vote for the other one on. I guess you get it. What? Yeah. All right. So the, apparently, any hospital executive can't make more than the president. There was a president who didn't take his salary. I can't remember who it was. Was it Bush? Well, Bush didn't take his salary. Yeah, didn't take it. And everything collapsed. So anyway, the initiative proposes a gradual increase in the current $8.05 an hour minimum wage with a hike to $10 by January 1st. By 2020. <laughs> we got to ease it in By there. 2020, the minimum wage should increase to $12 an hour. Now, if you're planning on buying a home on this, well, by 2020, you will need an 80-year mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> that really is the answer, isn't it? Yeah, an 80-year mortgage. That's what's going to happen. Forget about 30 years, and 40 isn't enough. Almost all domestic car loans are now 0% for 84 months. That is really the, the car market. That's 90% I, I, of everything you take, everything you, if you take away leases and, 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 that stuff, and fleet sales to rental cars, the new car market, that is it. Yeah, that's how it's done. So, And again, it's just extend and pretend. This is where we're at. So, you know, God forbid we fix any of this. The debt, I heard you talking this week. The, the debt is going to be where around election time? Uh, well, it'll be all north of $19.5 trillion. By the time, whoever it is, whether it's Pantsuit, Hillary, or it's the Donald, by the time they get inaugurated, we'll be right you know, right at $20 trillion. Let me tell you what. If we get a woman president, my prediction, we'll get our first nuclear war. <laughs> Women should not be in charge. <laughs> They're mean. Everybody knows. Eric. Cedarstrom I'm telling comment. you, it's just mean. Women are mean. He did what? I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how they do it. That's why all women are now prosecutors, judges, all the public defenders are, you know, they're all women because they're mean. They, they like to fight. So, so yeah, 
I could imagine, you know, the first time, imagine, because Hillary, I mean, how many things have we read about that, how she flies off the handle and everything? You want her president, really? You'll get a nuclear war. That's it for that guy. <laughs> I'll show him. They did what? Yeah, that's it, too. Nuke him. What? I don't care. You know, then, like, after the entire country goes up in smoke, they start thinking, going, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm sorry, overreact. Where men are like, ah, yeah, it's all right, you know. So let's just think about it a little bit. But women, no, they'll she'll press the button. Make no mistake about it. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I just laugh about. It. Yes, who came up with you can't make more than the president of the United States? I, I think that's brilliant. I think they're on to something. You know what? I don't think the minimum wage. Should it be, said all. Bankers instead of hospital administrators, I'd vote for that. What I don't get is if the federal minimum wage is set, how come all state workers don't have to work by it or all federal government employees? I don't get that either. That makes no sense, does it? So, you know, because there isn't a government job that pays less than $25 an hour. Unless you're, well, you know what, it just really brings up the point of should the government be even doing those jobs to begin with? I don't know where they came up with it, but Wall Street's the one that has pretended that this is never happening. Eight dollars an hour. You know, if you worked, if you could be lucky enough to get a sixty-hour-a-week job, you still couldn't live. Not an eight bucks. No, no even at twelve dollars an hour, you know, for you know, for for twenty hours of that, you still can't do it. Doesn't work. So I don't get it. I don't know where we're going to head or how they're going to fix it. It needs to be. I mean, if you're going to put it by twenty twenty, are you kidding me? <laughs> By 2020? Listen, the debt the debt will only be $25 trillion by 2020, so... I know. <laughs> that, vi- that $87 vitamin, $150. <laughs> Your Obamacare that you got to pay for, $1,200 a month. We're going to talk about the new Obama bucks when we get back. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. song there i love Simone does a great job this is what happens when there's no football that that would be the song i'd use like if i was on the group to legalize pot in arizona <laughs> let's get stoned and watch it all go up in smoke i feel fine so you're listening to the patriot radio news hour brought to you by the patriot trading group at allamericangold.com 1-800-951-0592 we're talking about the new obama bucks coming in to play the golden dinar for the so the ISIS and the Muslims can buy oil and get pre- preferential treatment rather than using FRNs or Redbacks. So I, that uh, that's not going to work out too well. Glenn, Glenn, teacher, yeah. customer of ours, sent me that email. I was reading it. Gaddafi tried that. They, they, yes, that'll be the end of ISIS's comment. Well, you know, it's funny. They don't like the they, they don't, don't like, like anybody that. making you money. You can do a lot of things, right? Yeah, but don't mess with the oil dollar. So that doesn't really work out too good for country so so the golden dinar and by the way that caller it was jfk was the one he donated donated his salary to charity to charity so thank you for that i'm an idiot i should have known that but you know what i've forgotten more than i remember well you know what happens is after a while in order for you to re- learn something new something you already knew has got to fall out yeah it's like a filing cabinet so, in order for me to remember the price of gold, I have to forget my telephone number. <laughs> uh, six two I don't niner. Know. It's terrible.
terrible. You know, I used to be really good. I used to be a pretty sharp guy in my day, and uh, I had, you know, probably 25, 30, maybe as many as 40 phone numbers in my head. Could just rattle them off. Oh, you don't know anyone's phone. No, the cell phone fixed that. You just put it Call Eric. Right. What's your number? Nobody knows anything. I have no idea. Right. It's weird. I don't even know my two kids' phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, that is bizarre. So, um, yeah, you know, and all that stuff would be the suppliers. Remember, you used to ask me, what's their number? I just rattle it off. I knew all the numbers. That guy, San Diego, Florida, Kentucky, (laughs) Dallas. I knew them all. Yeah, call him. Now, I don't know. So we're back to. I'm, well, I'm a victim of, of technology because you gotta. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? So they created how many? Two hundred eighty-seven thousand jobs. They said in June. Th- yeah, they went back that May. They only created eleven thousand. Now, how can that be good for equities? Because most of the stocks that are the Chinese multinationals. Again, I'll reiterate. They used to be American household names. 3M at an all-time high. Okay. All announced layoffs this year to get to the all-time high. Do you understand? That's how you do it. Oh, yeah, we're laying people off. This is, this is horrible. Oh, great, it's going to cut down on overhead. <laughs> Nobody actually believed it. And that's the funny part about it. Uh, like right now, you look at the Dow's up 200 points. Uh, the 10-year note, which would, you know, you would say, okay, well, things must be getting better. So they're they're probably going to start talking about you know raising rates or something like that. The ten year note actually went down. It's only it, it was at one three nine. It's now at one three eight. So interest rates right. went down. Went with down. Stock market breaking eighteen thousand. And then uh, the dollar, which you would thought went on would have on some huge rally, is essentially unchanged on the news. Wow. Uh, gold. What a great day for gold. And I'll say, and I'll explain to you why. When the news came out, within three seconds of the news coming out, the, the jobs, the 278,000 jobs, or 87, 287. By the way, before you say what you're saying, that we had the first quarter was the highest number of layoffs since the market crashed in 09, by the way. Let me just throw that in. So the. the that gold fell twenty five dollars in three seconds. No, went all the way down to thirteen hundred and thirty five dollars. Funds protection team, but, ready? But set. but yep. here here was the great part because when we you remember on Friday, July the first, after we got off the air, after the the gold market closed, gold had rallied five or six seven dollars in the aftermarket. We our market in gold was closed. On Monday, July the fourth, which gold had rallied again, and so we had this little gap in the chart, ah. and so we went down to twelve thirty. Here's what makes it so great: is once it hit that, gold went flying back the other way, and actually went all the way to thirteen seventy two. Uh, right now, gold's down five bucks. It's at thirteen hundred and fifty six. All that today. All that today. Wow. Silver is actually higher today. Silver is up fourteen, almost fifteen cents, nineteen dollars and ninety-five cents. So pretty much everyone looked at the market and really thought about it this way. Wow, the government doesn't know anything. Well, it's election year, and it's you know the funds protection team. They're activating them weekly they, now. Weekly. And this is another daily. day. They had them ready to go. So. And they put this news out, you know. But well, they had to fix it. They had they all couldn't the live news. with that job number from last month. Who do you think controls the news? All right, you tell me. It isn't, it isn't the people that are in the office. They control. You know it. I know it. They uh, 
there was a video of Hillary Clinton and lying on, and somebody put it on Facebook and all the things that she'd done wrong. It's incredible, and it it only lasted about seven seconds. <laughs> they yanked it. So oh, that video. Oh gone. yeah, it's gone. You'll never see that again. And Obama's picture in his Muslim garb, which makes me want to vomit. Uh, what are we? Where are we at? Oh yeah, I was talking about jobs. So. So, again, the highest number of layoffs since 2009, when everything crashed for the first quarter, the companies that are at all-time highs have all announced layoffs this year. I mean, it's just crazy. And, of course, the only thing that they can point to is now, oh, they can't raise interest rates, you know? Right. They're like, oh, yeah, they can't raise And then all of a sudden they create this job number and the Fed goes to a neutral deal. But we're heading into into negative interest rates, you know? This is... The, the natural thing. If you start, if they start raising rates on twenty trillion dollars of debt, I mean, and that's only the reported well, debt. Okay, right. The reported numbers. But the funny thing is, is it's it's really you're, we're just in this horrible spot now. If you raise the rates, all it does is make the debt go up even faster. Well, it kills everything. Of course, mortgage rates will will go up, which will, you know the market's very fragile there. And but car loans will still be at zero. <laughs> GMAC, right? Stands for give me a check. GMAC financing, you know, they're gone because they, they got into everything. And they got into credit lines on houses. They got into everything. And they went belly up. And then, of course, they renamed them Ally Bank. And, you know, Ally Bank basically is just another government slush fund that the feds pump money into to loan, at car, to loan money to people with low credit scores to keep the car government motors running at 0%. I don't get it crazy, isn't it? By the way, if you're keeping score at home, 94 million people not working in America today. 94,589,000. Alright, 95 million. How many people is that? A lot of people. Yeah, so it's the state of California. <laughs> the state of Arizona. The state of Utah. The state well, of Nevada. If you just take the entire <laughs> West Coast right. from you know, Washington, Oregon, California, all, all, all the way through Colorado and through the plains and just cut it off there. That's about what you got. 95 million people not working. Man, when you think about it that way, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? And, of course, the largest segment of the population that was working is retiring, and the 94 million people need to go to work so they can pay those people Social Security. But let's don't bring any jobs back to this nation. Oh, God, no. Let's don't put tariffs on foreign goods. No, let's just let poor people who don't pay taxes into this country. They ain't going to fix it, ladies and gentlemen, and you will see it come apart. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'll be back. Stay with me if you can take it. You're listening to The Blind, leading the stupid every Friday here, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm your guy Friday, Eric Cedarstra. They let me sit in and uh, I'll share a little time with you, but let's face it, everybody's entitled to my opinion. Patriot Trading Group's number, one 800 951 The Mega Millions broad jackpot this week, $540 million. Uh, not the biggest one ever. What was the $1.2 Something billion? Something billion, yeah. But if you... Let me do a little study. If you decide to take the lump sum you know, payment. I'm going to say this, though. This is really what you needed now. In order for people to go out, if it's not like two, three hundred million, no one even pays attention. Right? I know. Yeah. Say, hey, yeah. I can win a million dollars. I'm not buying a ticket. If I get a million, forget it. 
the taxis used to say on the side of them, uh, driver carries less than $20. He wasn't worth robbing. Now it says less than 100 <laughs> He's just not worth robbing. Yeah, he's only got 98 bucks on him. So, but if you did win that, by the way, uh, depending on the state, but on average you're going to get about $172 million out of the 540 That's it? Yeah, you know, penalties and taxes take 67.8% of your check. There's nothing wrong with this country. That's the way it should be, right? Ask any kid who's at home living in his basement. I don't want anyone at the hospital to make more than the president, and I want to make, you know, zillions of dollars. I don't want to work, but I just want to get it. Which, by the way, the the $10 an hour that it's going up to... The average benefits for the kids living at home is like $14.75 an hour to not work. Thus, in itself, they will continue and it will grow with Hillary Clinton as president where they will just take 60, 70, 80% of what you make and give it to them. Just redirect it. But there is a cure for this. The Zika virus. (laughs) Now you see that? Boy, the Olympics, what a yawner. Coming up, I don't. They say that you know. And look, you already see the Diamondbacks had their worst attendance number ever no, think, think for a home this. game this week. We, we've had bad teams before. Oh yeah, we've had plenty of bad teams before. Arizona is an Indian word. It means bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and you think about you know we're actually a state that despite everything, people still moving here. Not really sure why, but. The lowest attended game ever. Yeah, since they started the organization. Tuesday night, I think. Uh, and people are, well, they're not congregating. I think any money. I think it's, well, there's no money, and it's all part of the congregation and all this. You know, this this stuff's having a psyche effect on everybody. You know, you really want to go out into a crowd right now? Well, what we've seen in the last three weeks. It's, you know, the, it's, it feels like it's becoming more prevalent. It is. I told you it was. I mean, it's increasing. Again, study Rhodesia. What happened to that country? So what happened? They had a civil war. People quit going out. Economy collapsed, among other things. But again, I believe this is a symptom of a collapsed economy. They just manage it now. They're doing the best they can, trying to keep home sales going, auto sales going. I mean, they're doing the best they can. We got fiat floating money. Everything else is just financed by debt. Oh, you can't get a job? Good. Stay home. Here's a check. Here's a phone. Here's a check. Here's health care. Here's food stamps. If you want to get a house, all right, here's your section A A lot of people are now starting to talk about this is going to be the the next phase of the new normal, which is everybody gets a check no matter what. And then the ones that actually do work, they want to they want to um, they want to add to their government checks are beggars. And I noticed out here in the summer that most beggars are off the curb by 10:30 <laughs> and then they're back again at 5. <laughs> They don't work in the heat of the day. They must really not need the money. You know, I'm not. It's 110 out there. I'm not standing on that sidewalk begging for money. Call somebody else. <laughs> I, I'm amazed by it because I'm out there driving around. You know, I see them there in the mornings, and then no one there all day, and then in the evenings. They wait for the rush hour. They get you early in the you morning. Think that's what it is. Not the temperature. They like the volume. Maybe. Yeah, go for volume. So, and again, they're so prevalent. There's so many of them. They're on every. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's hard. To stop at a light, at least at major intersections, to not see them. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know why. I mean, they weren't here before, but again, there's no shame. There's no shame standing there begging either. So, 
every now and then you see good signs like, who am I kidding? I just want a drink. I just want a beer. Or yeah. I need pot. <laughs> Is my phone ringing? Is it you? No, I'm not calling you okay. right now. Maybe Avon. You see, the Alaskan, this is how tough it is, the Alaskan, the Alaska stipend. The stipend's gone way down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at one point, you got like every man, woman, and child got 2800 bucks. This year, it's only going to be $1,000. So, wow, that's a big, still not bad if you got, you know, 28 kids. Why didn't everybody move up there? <laughs> of course, that's why houses are more expensive, because everybody gets a check, but. Of course, that's what they want to do here. That's, why don't they take the, you were talking about the Alaskan business model. Where everybody just gets a check. Everyone gets a check. It's For, coming. Listen, trust me, it's coming. You got, you know, and Eric's got a point to this. As we see these people, they got nothing better to do. That guy was 25 years old that ambushed those cops in Dallas. 25. Today? To, yeah, or last, last night. Last night, yeah. yeah. 25. They all have that in common. They all do. They got no jobs. They got no money. They got no prosperity, no prospects. They live at home just to keep the peace. What would you do? You may just have to start mailing people checks. Here's the, you know what? You didn't cause any trouble this month. Here's $1,000. They, uh, Brazil used to give out television sets with their welfare checks. Keep everybody calm. Keep them calm. Right. Here, we'll give you something to do while you're in your slump. Go home and watch TV. So, people got to work, man. You got to work. I mean... You must be in your 20s. Not, nothing to do. I mean, and they all go through, they change jobs literally, you know, like nothing. It's nothing to them to go, you know, work for two days at Jack in the Box and go, I don't like it. And then go to McDonald's and work there for a week and go, I don't like it. And then go to some mall and work there and go, I don't like it. And they just keep hiring. They don't care. I should be a manager. Right. They don't care. They just keep hiring these people as they go through these litanies of uh, of uh, non-challenging, non-paying work, which we all had to do. Don't get me wrong. I did it. We all had to do it. But uh, they would actually let you work at it. They don't let you work at it anymore. Baker Radio News, our final segment coming up. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on a Friday. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. We, uh, I opened the show talking about the New York Post front page today saying civil war. Now, of course, Joe says there's a little backlash over that. Yeah, apparently the New York Post facing a negative backlash on Twitter for the civil war. Again, let's not call things what they are. Well, we've talked about that here at Infinitum, and I think that's where we're heading, and I think there's there's a, I believe it's going to go parabolic and just get worse. You know, you've got an entire generation not working, and then you got you're bringing people in, and there's really no, they can only there's only so many jobs for them too, and they're just flooding our borders, and again they got nothing to do. And you think about the the amount of the flooding into the gold. You know that this week we've broken a record, the most amount of money ever going into gold. Is that right? Ever? Wow, I didn't know that. That's saying something. Hundreds of bill in a single day, five hundred billion dollars went into gold this is all a, over the world. This is a sad thing to say, and I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I have this feeling that this is only just beginning, and I believe we're heading to a crescendo near the end of the year. And you got these banks coming apart too. This is a financial problem, you know. The bank banking industry's been hammered. They've lost so much of their market capitalization where they were just starting to get 
funding going again yeah. and loaning bought, to people. Just, and, just in the last two weeks, $500 billion of market cap out yeah. of the world. How can Wall bank? Street be at a record here with a banking crisis? <laughs> Anybody predict that one? Show me that in your business model. Huh? You mean that wasn't in the textbook? No, they missed that one. <laughs> The only thing left is just we need Japan. They're talking about bringing in helicopter. Kiwis. Well, they did. They're ha- actually, I think Bernanke's over there right now, and they're having the huddle right. to learn how to do helicopter money. Helicopter Ben, which got all this started, by the way. Of course, the money all went to the people who didn't need it. You know, that's where it goes. The rich got richer, the multinational, the government contractors. They just started spending money and printing it and dropping it everywhere. They even dropped it into war zones. That's right. Yeah, you forget about that. Problem is ISIS got it. Right, dropped millions and millions of dollars. Hey, you want some Hummers? Here you go. You need some guns? There you go. That's we got to keep this going. Got to keep the military-industrial complex running as well. So we're seeing the, the, I don't believe the end game, but what we're seeing here ultimately is the symptoms of all these bad policies that everything's starting to come to fruition, Joe. Hey, quick look before we head out here. Gold's down four at thirteen hundred fifty-seven dollars. Silver's up sixteen cents, nineteen dollars and ninety-six cents. Get ready for civil war. I'm going to help everybody do it today. U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces. I've been running them all week. I'm going to do them fourteen seventy-five. So it's a hundred, not not even what one hundred twenty dollars. Not even over spot. Uh, for U.S. $20 gold pieces. I can't help you with ammo. I can't help you with food. I can't help you with water, but I can help you financially. U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces, like 14.75. 6 or 7% over spot yeah. or something? These premiums, you can't beat them. Man, that is cheap. Yeah. Buy now and buy often. Add to your portfolio and put things away while you can. You never know. You know, ultimately, this. I, we could wake up to, this might be child's play, what we're seeing. These are just uh, pre-shocks to the big earthquake that's coming. I hope I'm wrong about that. But God bless everybody. Thanks for allowing us into your lives. I really appreciate it. I look forward to my Fridays. Thank you for all the support we receive in this company. We appreciate your generosity, your honesty, and your intelligence. God bless you all. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.